Welcome to The Real Freedom Show, where we inspire you to pursue your passion to gain time and financial freedom through opportunities in real estate. I'm your host, Mike Swenson. Let's get some real freedom together. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Real Freedom, where we talk about building time and financial freedom through opportunities in real estate. I am your host, Mike Swenson, and I'm so excited today because today is a great intro session for somebody. Maybe you're looking to get started into real estate and you haven't yet. Uh, Maybe you've dabbled a little bit, but you're really looking to scale and you don't necessarily know the next step. The good news is, is I'm here to help you. And so today we're going to go through a lot of the basics, the fundamentals that are going to be really important for you when figuring out how you're going to do your investment journey. So today we're going to talk about how to get started in real estate investing with little money down. And I'll give you the little teaser here. You can push the easy button and have it done for you by latching on or working with somebody like myself that does this full time and works with investors full time. So if if you're listening to this, what I want to do is I want to cover a couple of main topics. So number one, we want to talk about the benefits of investing in real estate. There's a lot of different things that you can invest in out there, but why are people flocking to real estate? Why is real estate where most people become millionaires and achieve that time and financial freedom? So we're going to go through that. We're also going to talk a little bit about finding money to be able to invest in real estate. So we're going to talk about that piece. What type of investor are you? And so hopefully guiding you to see maybe you're somebody that wants to be really hands-on as an investor, or maybe you're somebody that just wants to be hands-off, um, which is probably most folks. If you're not in real estate full-time, um, you probably just want to be hands-off. And then finally, we're going to talk about an asset opportunity that allows you to do that passively, still get all the benefits of investing in real estate without really having to do a lot of the grunt work yourself. So that'll be the last piece. First, we're going to start talking about why real estate. And so there's a lot of different investment opportunities out there. You can invest in you know, precious metals. You can invest in sports cards. You can invest in the stock market. You can invest in crypto. You can invest in businesses. There's so many different places that you can put your money. And so why do people want to invest in real estate? And I've really taken and and narrowed it down to what I consider to be eight important pieces to real estate. Um, I know that sounds like a lot, but I think that speaks to a lot of the benefits that are out there. There's so many different benefits. And so if I'm investing in, you know, let's just say cryptocurrency or a stock or, you know, some sort of collectible, whatever that might be, you're going to get really paid in one way. And that's the value going up. Value is either going to go up or it's going to go down. Now, stocks, they do have dividends. So there's additional ways to make money, but it's really just up or down. And if it goes up, I make money. And if it doesn't go up, I don't make money. And so in real estate, there's a lot of different things that affect how you can make money. And there's all these little micro buckets out there that each one may make a big difference, may not make a huge difference, but when you compound them together, it can add to a a much larger piece of the pie for you. And so I'm going to break those down. So number one, obviously with investing in real estate, we have rents that are being paid by the tenant, right? So if I have my mortgage payment and I've got to make that payment every month, 
the tenants are going to pay for that. If we pick a property that has great cash flow, which is something that we really focus on here in Minnesota, I work with people pretty much in most of the state of Minnesota. We've helped investors find properties. And Minnesota tends to be a better cash flow state than a lot of other states out there. Um, particularly the coasts aren't as great in finding cash flow. Now I'm talking long-term rentals here. We can get into mid-term and short-term rentals. There's different opportunities out there, but I'm kind of just talking about long-term rentals. So Minnesota is a great opportunity to have cash flow. And so those rents coming in, usually if we pick the right investment, now there's a lot of them where we don't cash flow. And so we're not going to choose those assets, but if they do cash flow, you're going to have more rent coming in each month than you do have for your expenses. So we've got that. Number two, the same time that that's happening, your mortgage balance is going to get paid down a little bit each month. And so when I first started as an investor, we turned our townhouse that we had bought when my wife and I first got married, we turned that into a rental property. And so I remember doing the calculations and at some point it got to about $300 a month that the principal was being paid off for my mortgage. So that particular property, we ended up having to turn it into a rental because the values, we bought it right before the market crash. And so we went and bought a, a short sale and fixed that up. So this was really more or less just to break even on cash flow. Once again, another example of, of all those different levers working in your favor, the cash flow at that property was about break even, but we were making $300 a month on our mortgage balance being paid down. And so if you look at that over the course of a year, that's a lot more money. That's $3,600 that is coming off my mortgage balance each year. We held that property for over 10 years. So that's $36,000 paid off of the mortgage in and of itself. So that's just one little bucket. Number three, you have appreciation. And it's easy for people to hear, oh, real estate will appreciate let's say 3%, 5%, 8%, 10%. Well, I can go make, let's call it 8 to 12% in the stock market. You can do that. The difference is, is in real estate, it's leveraged appreciation. And so because I'm putting down on a single family home 20% or a multifamily home 25%, that appreciation actually is over the entire asset. And so I'm getting a four to one or five to one return on my cash for that level of appreciation. And so just for the sake of good, clean numbers, let's say there was a $100,000 property. So I know that's typically not the case, but it's it's good round numbers. $100,000 property. <clears throat> I'm going to put $25,000 down to buy that $100,000 property if it's multifamily. If appreciation is 5% per year, that $100,000 property after year one now becomes $105,000. So I've made $5,000 in appreciation. However, because I only put down 25%, I now made a 20% return on my money at 5% appreciation. And so that is one of the sneaky secrets of real estate. When you hear 5% appreciation, we tend to think, oh, that sounds low because it's only 5%, but it's 5% on 20 or 25% of your money, which will 4X that or 5X that into a 20 to 25% return just on appreciation. And so <clears throat> the benefit of that brings me to number four, which is you're hedging against inflation. 
We know we're in 2023. Inflation is very real. It's gone up quite a bit this year. Goods and services are much more expensive. Typically, when those prices rise of goods and services, rents also rise and properties tend to appreciate. And so putting your money into real estate helps to be a good hedge against inflation. And so if I just have my cash in a CD or it's just sitting in the bank or something like that, it's not helping to earn additional money for me, but putting it in an appreciation asset like real estate, you tend to balance out those um, ebbs and flows of inflation. And so it's a great hedge against inflation. Number five is we have depreciation. So when we go and we look at our taxes, not only is it an appreciating asset in terms of future sales price, but when we go and look at our taxes, it's actually a depreciating asset on our taxes. And so this is going to lower our tax threshold because we can depreciate this asset over time. And so part of that gets written off on our taxes. Number five in my comments here is depreciation. And then number six is additional tax deduction. So all of my expenses that are being paid in addition can be deducted on taxes. So there's a lot of great tax benefits that come out of this. And so we tend to see that the expenses, the mileage, if you're driving to the property, you can deduct the mileage. Every expense that you pay for the property, you can deduct. So there's lots of things that you can do in terms of deductions. Number seven, in terms of why real estate investing, it's a tangible asset. Sometimes people want to be able to go and touch and go and see what they've invested their money in. You can't always do that with a stock. It's a piece of paper, right? Um, Or cryptocurrency. I can't go touch that. And so some people just really like having that tangible asset. It's not going to be susceptible to decisions made at a C-level or a board level affecting the stock price. And so that's where people like that tangible asset. And then finally here, I know I'm just blowing through this stuff pretty quickly, but I want to cover all of these really important reasons of why you should invest in real estate. And that's number eight. It allows you to leave a legacy. You may have family, you may have people, friends, whoever, charities that you want to leave Whatever you end up with after your your life, leave it on to others. Some people set up a trust. That trust now provides opportunity for future generations. Like I said, if, if you don't have family, you might have a great charity, somebody else that you want to leave things to. And so this is an opportunity where all these little deposits, all these little things that you're doing over time throughout your life can pay off for people in the future, your loved ones. And so it allows you to do something to be able to change your family tree for an awful long time. So that's real quick, but that's eight reasons, very solid reasons of why real estate is a great investment. And so like I talked about, it's not like a stock, the price goes up, the price goes down. I might get some dividends paid out, but there's eight levers here that really matter. Eight reasons why real estate, a little bucket here, a little bucket there. There's eight big buckets now that I've put together, make up an amazing potential reason to invest in real estate. And so hopefully that helps you to see the bigger reason behind real estate. And I've heard, you know, some people talking about, okay, I can't get much cash flow or the value right now is is pretty stagnant or the value of this property went down, but there's all these little things adding up. The mortgage continues to get paid down. I have that hedge against inflation, I have appreciation, I have the tax benefits. All that stuff works together. And so any one of those levers 
might not be positive at that given time, but the other levelers are going to make up for it. And so that's why I believe real estate is such a great investment opportunity for folks. So that is my initial soapbox, why real estate? And we'll spend a little bit more time here talking about what money can I use now? So if I'm sold on, okay, real estate's where I want to put some of my money, what am I going to choose to use for investing in it? So number one, we certainly have cash, right? Anything that I have cash on hand in my bank account, I can invest. And so most people will only look at that and see, oh, I may not have a lot of money to invest. And so what I want to point you to is there's other buckets out there that when you combine them together, kind of like my reasons for why investing in real estate, these little buckets start to add up. And so I have cash, right? I might have a savings account. I might have a CD, a safer place where I've put my money because I want it to be a little bit more liquid. So you can combine those things and to create a much bigger piece of the pie. Some other things which we'll get into that are covered much more deep in other episodes, things like converting an IRA into a self-directed IRA. Self-directed IRAs allow you to invest in real estate. So if you have an old 401k, an old IRA from a previous employer, you can roll that into an IRA, a self-directed IRA. It doesn't get exposed to the taxes because it's an IRA to an IRA transfer. Just like if I was working with some brokerage with an IRA account and I decided to choose to go to another brokerage and their IRA account. So you can do that with your money and put it into real estate. And so that's something that a lot of people don't know about. We have another podcast episode, another Real Freedom Show where we talk about that. Uh, you also might have equity in your home. So you might take out something like a, a line of credit, a home equity line of credit that you can use to invest in real estate. Now, what I do caution people on with that is if you pull that money out, you're paying a percent of interest to the bank that you have that I or that line of credit against. So you need to make sure that the money you're putting into real estate is going to make up for that. And so today, as we're filming this, as rates are much higher, it's a little less exciting to do that. However, you can run numbers and make your own decisions, but that is an option for you if you have some equity in a property. Sometimes people have other assets, um, whether it's life insurance policies, stocks, you can pull sometimes, get a loan against these assets, um, depending on who you're talking to, which then can be used to invest in real estate as well. And so there's a lot of different ways. And so you may only choose to use one of those levers to invest, or you may decide to kind of wait until a few of those line up together to be able to invest in real estate. But there's really a lot more out there for people to invest in than they think that they have because they tend to just look at their bank account. But there's a lot of other stuff out there. So if you're interested in learning more, or you want to talk more about that. These are the things that I help people walk through and put together a longer term plan versus just what do I have liquid right now in cash that I can invest. So that's a much larger conversation, but I want to get people to think a little bit bigger. I probably have more than I think that I can invest in real estate. So now we've we've talked about why real estate, we've talked about all the benefits, we've talked a little bit about kind of what money can I use. And so now the conversation really flows to what type of investor am I? Do I want to be somebody that's more actively involved in decision making, actively involved in choosing properties? Or am I somebody that wants to be a little bit more passive? And so I tend to help people think through this concept in really 
four different ways. Number one, how much time do I have available? If you're working in another industry outside of real estate, you're probably pretty busy with that. You're probably pretty busy with your social life afterwards, family, whatever that might look like. So you may not have a lot of time dedicated to answering phone calls, looking for properties, talking to lenders, contractors, following up on on repairs that need to be done. There's a lot of time that's involved depending on the property. And so you need to kind of weigh yourself on a scale of, okay, let's say one to 10. How much time do I have available to do this? Next, we've, we've got money, right? We talked about that. How much money do I have available? For a lot of people probably listening to this, you may not have enough money to fund an entire property yourself. And that's where we're going to get to other options on the table, being able to kind of pool your money together to work with other investors to make a bigger impact. So you're going to look at how much money do I have available? Is it enough to do a property myself or not? The third thing is I'm looking at expertise. Am I somebody that's a real estate expert? If not, what I would encourage folks to do is to go find somebody that is a real estate expert, especially somebody that's invested in real estate or an agent like myself that works full-time with investors. You want to be able to lean on somebody that knows what the heck they're talking about. A lot of agents out there aren't sophisticated enough or aren't knowledgeable enough on the investment side of real estate to help you make good decisions on properties. And so, you know, do they have deal calculators for use? Can they help point you to great lenders in the investment space to use? Can they help you with property managers or contractors to be able to do the work on the property? So really finding an investor-focused agent is probably going to be your quickest path or uh, an investor, another investor that's already in the space is probably going to be your quickest path to get to expertise. So you don't have to have your own expertise yourself. You get to lean on the expertise of others. And so that's what's really valuable too leaning on other people who have been there and done that. You don't have to learn everything about everything to do that. And then fourth, what you want to focus on is decision-making power. So do I need to have the decision-making power over the investment that I have? Or am I okay trusting other people who have been there and done that having them make decisions. So this comes through trust. This comes through working with people that you've worked with before, um, working with people that have been referred to you that have had a great experience. And so you're not going to just willingly give that over to somebody. But if you have somebody who has more time available than you, has the expertise to be able to make great decisions based on working with lots of other investors or investments in the past, you're going to trust them and you don't have to go through the entire learning curve yourself. And so you may say, you know, I'm the type of guy that or gal that always has to make decisions on it. Well, great. Then you probably want to go at this your own. Otherwise, if you're somebody that wants to rely on strategic people that have been in the space and have the experience, I'm more likely to trust them then. So you can choose to be a little bit more passive in how you approach real estate. So I hope that that helps people to understand the the kind of the four main lenses to look through time, money, expertise, and decision-making power to help guide you. And then for now and in the future, you also want to think about that. That might change over time. Do you want to eventually make enough money to get out of your full-time job to go be a full-time real estate investor? Well, you might approach things a little bit differently. Or if you love the job you're in, you love the industry you're in, and maybe you don't 
feel like you need to spend a lot of time in real estate, then you can continue to go on that passive model. So that's how you can make good decisions in terms of that. Real estate agents, are you tired of letting the busyness of your real estate business get in the way of your real estate investing goals and your financial future? I'm excited to announce that we've created the Real Freedom Investor Agent Tribe to help you. We've got a ton of content, educational tools to help accelerate your learning curve and get you on the right path to hit your investing goals. We also have a mastermind tribe of people just like you, agents that wanna grow their own portfolio and encourage you and cheer you on along the way, as well as some private one-on-one coaching. So go to realfreedom.com, click on the store, you'll see the options there. We're so excited to be able to help you. I've priced it super low so price can't get in the way, but did wanna have some skin in the game for you um, to help with that accountability. So go check it out, realfreedom.com, click on the store. We're excited to connect with you and excited for you to connect with your tribe of real estate agents, investing, trying to build their financial freedom. And then the last thing that I want to talk about with our time today is an opportunity called syndication. So if you're going through this process and you're saying, Hey, I love all the benefits of real estate. I'm all in on that. Um, I've gone through kind of that decision-making tree, the time, the money, the expertise, the decision-making power. I really want to trust others. I I know that I don't know it myself, and it's probably going to take me a long time to learn it myself. I want to be much more passive than an opportunity that exists for you is partnering with others. And so if you don't have enough money, great. That's okay. There's other people out there that also see the benefit of real estate and don't have all the money themselves to invest in real estate. And so you guys can kind of link arms together through different sorts of partnerships, or in this case, there's a syndication and you get to have the the best of all worlds. I can have my money work for me, invest in real estate, I don't have enough to have a full investment myself, but I can get that economies of scale by partnering with others. And I don't have to make all the decisions myself. I can trust other people that have been there and done that. And so syndication is a great model. I think people that have kind of been through the burner, um, maybe experienced the, the time suck or the problem suck that comes with investing in real estate, you can kind of push the easy button and invest passively through a syndication. And so real quick, just to cover kind of high level what a syndication is, is it's you're pooling your money together to invest in real estate together. So a lot of times this is like an apartment. You can really syndicate any sort of asset class out there, but in a lot of cases, it's a bigger apartment complex or something like that. It could be a big mobile home park, but for the sake of today, I'm just gonna talk about like an apartment complex. So I might only have one-tenth of the money to put into what's needed to buy an apartment complex, well, then there's nine other people out there that are going to invest that same amount, or they can invest a different amount, put our money together and get that same benefit as if I were to do the property myself. But in this case, you're much more passive. And so the difference of a syndication is you are passive. There's kind of two sides. If you think about it as you know purchasing an investment into a property, there's what's called a general partner side, and then there's a limited partner side. So the general partner is the one that goes, finds the property, um, puts together the strategy, the financials. Here's what we're going to do. A lot of times there's probably some value add components. We're going to update the units, kind of like flipping a house, only because it's an apartment complex, you might be flipping it over the course of a couple of years. And so they do all that strategy. They find the property manager, vet them out, and essentially say, hey, we've got everything together. Here's what it looks like. Do you want to invest your money into this 
real estate investment. And then you would get a chance through what's called a private placement memorandum to say, yes, I would like to do that. And then you're passive. You put your money in the general partner side makes the decisions, manages the property, updates you all along the way, and you get to see what happens with your money throughout that stretch. Now, you are giving up some decision-making power here as the limited partner, the LP on a syndication. However, when you're working with experienced and trusted people, you know that you're in good hands. Are there bad real estate investments out there? Yes. That's why the value of the general partner is really important to know that your money is being placed in a good way. And so that kind of is the easy button in terms of not having to learn everything yourself, not having to do it all. You essentially just take your money, place it into a much larger pool. The general partner helps to manage net. Now, this is governed by the SEC and all the SEC guidelines. So there's a lot more to that. We can get into that in the future, but I just want to expose you to that opportunity. So if I'm looking to get started in real estate investing with little money down, not having a lot of expertise, not wanting to be in the middle of all the decision-making power, this is something that you can do. And so hopefully I've shown you there's a way for you to get into the real estate game without having to do all this work yourself. And so if you want to learn a little bit more about that, you can go to our website, freedomthroughrealestate.com. That's freedomthroughrealestate.com. And we can walk you through a little bit more of what that looks like. Uh, we do this all the time. We have op opportunities. We have apartments that we look to place investors in. And so there's a lot of stuff that we're doing every day and finding that value and being able to connect passive investors with great investment opportunities. And so if you're sitting there listening to this and you're like, I want to get started. I don't want to go through the learning curve. I don't want to go through all the time myself. I just have this amount of money that I want to put into a, a much larger real estate opportunity. Like I said, freedomthroughrealestate.com. That's freedomthroughrealestate.com. And we'd be happy to get started on that journey. So I'm so excited for you guys to get started investing. There's a lot of awesome opportunity. So go to that website, freedomthroughrealestate.com. Reach out to us and we can continue a conversation. So